0: Hello and welcome to Growth Caffeine by Pixis! This is a podcast featuring some of the foremost growth marketing leaders, and through our conversations, we will help you unlock tangible takeaways to infuse AI-powered decision-making in your demand generation. Pixis' AI infrastructure helps marketers scale data-backed marketing in the backdrop of accurate consumer insights, all without writing a single line of code. And in this episode, we spoke to Kevin Howard, who's an executive director of digital strategy and growth marketing at Ally. In this conversation, Kevin walks us through how to build a marketing infrastructure that combines both technology and human talent to produce conversions at scale. And more specifically, he takes us through his exact approach to understanding his audience personas and building solutions for them at scale but before we get into the detail, we started off by learning about Kevin's role at Ally.
1: I've been with Ally for about 11 years. And over that course of time, I've been in a lot of different roles within marketing, primarily in the digital marketing side. And most recently, my team has been assembled to take on the challenge of digital growth, marketing and strategy for the future.
0: The next thing that I really wanted to get into, Kevin, is learning a little bit about the biggest marketing problem statement at Ally Bank. And what are the largest hesitations that your team has to overcome in order to acquire new customers?
1: The biggest thing I think all marketers face right now is just the complete fragmentation of the media landscape. The fact that people... Used to consume media across one or two different mediums, and now they're essentially across their phone, streaming TV, social networks. And really the challenge is how do you find that audience that you're looking to talk to and how do you remain authentic to them in those environments that you want to speak to them in? So you have to really think about where are you going to shore up the most impact and where can you talk to your audience the most authentically?
0: I think that's a very, very important point to notice. And I also want to talk about this idea of trust, because just like you said, there's so much content that is going out on so many different channels and everybody's inundated with so many sales touch points really everywhere they go. Could you talk about the importance of the idea in building trust with your target consumers? And how do you go about doing that from a branding perspective?
1: You know, that that's paramount for us at Ally. I mean, we're a financial company and our primary goal is how do we attract customers and get them to remain lifetime customers. And in all of our research, the, the one topic that always comes up in terms of making sure we're punching above our weight is have we built trust? And a lot of what we do around our marketing really relies on not marketing product, but get people to feel like we're on their side. We're offering them solutions that make sense for their life. We're talking to them in their terms. And really the ethos of Ally is do it right. And we wanna make sure that people, when they see our logo, when they see our brand, they're piecing that together like that company's doing right by me. And it's not only how we're intersecting them and doing things specific to their financial future, but it's also what we're doing in the community in terms of diversity and inclusion. How are we creating that ethos to make Ally more than just a bank, but actually a partner you can rely on. You know, it's definitely a challenge. I think one of the things that we lean in on is how can we disrupt the narrative? We definitely keep an eye on culture. We look at what people are talking about. We look at what their concerns are, and then we formulate a plan. And it's really something we've done for quite a while, which is how do we intersect into that conversation, whatever it may be, and make allies shine in that moment as an advocate in a place that someone would want to be. We call them disruptors for lack of a better term, but it's different things we do to show up. The most recent example I can think of that really I thought was great was, you know, we saw a a truth in time, which was a lot of the banks were taking advantage of customers in terms of gouging them with fees and really trying to get the most money out of them. And what we did was essentially create a campaign called Payback Time, which was essentially... We said, come over to Ally and for all these interest irregularities that you faced in time, we're going to actually make it whole for you. And we're going to give you the slot of money to make up for what other banks have done to you. So it was a way to show that we're there, we're on their side, and we believe it's not about just making a dollar for Ally. It's about how do we make sure that you feel good about your money and your future.
0: I think that's that's such a great example for marketers to reference because it's another great example of how you actually go about understanding your customers and their actual needs to create that resonance and i just want to expand off of this idea when you're thinking about your content or your content calendar for ally bank or any any marketing team really how does a marketer and a marketing leader go about thinking and researching and learning about what their customers actually want to hear and then build content to actually cater to what their audience wants?
1: I'd say that content is definitely key for us. I think over the last two years, we've created a lot of different content capabilities in-house. We've got a few virtual video studios. We're doing podcasts. We've got a content team that's growing leaps and bounds. And I'd say that a lot of the time, we're really looking at the feedback of the customers. We have a panel of a few thousand folks that we can reach out to at any point in time and say, Hey, you know, what's on your mind? What are you concerned about? How can we help? And really we're soliciting feedback, not only how to improve their experience with Ally, but how do we think about that from a marketing lens and also how do we think about that from a product lens? So are there things that we don't offer today that we should offer tomorrow? So it's a lot of customer feedback, and then it's also a lot of looking at what people are saying in the social channels. What are they conversating around? You know, what is, what's happening in Reddit and what are people talking about? There's a lot of ways that you can get into the meat of the discussion and really start to understand what's happening. And in many cases, we can reach out to those folks in a sidebar and just say, hey, we would want to follow up with you and, you know, learn a bit more about how we can help. And that's another way in other than just our customers, but also looking outside.
0: I, again, super, super great example of actually reaching out to your customers and learning about their needs. But you mentioned also something that was super, super interesting, which is that you have all of these ideas that come to you from these customers, but you also have to work in coordination with what the product team is able to execute on. And there needs to be synergy between the two teams. So how does a marketing leader go about establishing that relationship internally? And what are a few things marketers should keep in mind while coordinating with product teams?
1: Yeah, that's always, I'd say, been the challenge is, can the product keep up with what you're hearing in the marketplace and can you go that extra mile if something's not ready? I'd say that the last two years specifically with what's happened with COVID, it's everything is on a ramp cycle now. And the idea that marketing could sit over here in this corner, then product can sit in this corner, then IT can sit in this corner and everybody works in silos and does their own thing is long gone. Everything's moving so quickly that we meet regularly as a cross-functional team across these different disciplines to really look at the roadmap, look at priorities, and then have a discussion about what we're hearing in our channels and also what's on their roadmap and see if we can influence and change like what gets produced quicker than other things. But it's a much more collaborative process in terms of you know what's the eye on the prize, where, where are we going, and when are things launching so that A, we don't speak out of turn, but B, we can influence when we can talk about those things and also um, make it impactful for the business.
0: And could you just speak about the role of the product marketer and how the product marketer could potentially be that bridge between the two teams and and kind of play that role of understanding what marketing needs and, and what personas and audiences are looking for, but also what the product is able to execute
1: upon? So if we think about product marketing, that's really how do we get focused on the audiences where the products matter and how do we get very surgical in talking to them, both from a content standpoint, but also from a product standpoint. And we work really closely with the research team to not only understand the audiences we're going after, but we also think about what does the competitive set look like for this specific product? And what are ways that we can weave ourselves into the conversation, create differentiation and really make people consider us uh, as an alternative to what may be in the queue for them? One of the things that Ally really prides itself on is not only do it right, but being transparent and making sure that what we say, we can back it up. So we never put anything in market that is is not true or is not live and ready to roll. It's just not in our DNA. So I'd I'd say that back to that trust factor is if you say something around a product or what you're promoting, you better be able to deliver. And, you know, quite frankly, we also have a lot of legal and compliance and brand approvals that we go through to make sure that whatever we're putting out in market relative to products is actually 100% substantiated.
0: And I want to expand upon this idea of a marketing team or marketing infrastructure and talk about potentially the role. Do you see marketing technology playing in your teams? And how do you see that role expanding over the next few years?
1: Well, as someone that's gone through this transformation over the last few years, I would say that MarTech is the cornerstone of everything my team does. We've been on the journey for the past three years, which was bringing a lot of data-led marketing in-house from various agencies. And really the the reason behind that is not only so we can be smarter with our data, we can own our data and we can have the transparency in what's happening, but we're also future-proofing ourselves for the inevitable down the road, which is cookies are eliminated. What's your next best move in terms of how do you target people? How do you talk to people? So there's a lot of collaboration between our team and there's another team within Ally, which is basically digital transformation and talking about how do we create that unified ID? How do we create that 360 view of the customer and the prospect? And how do we get back to that marketing principle, which is know the audience, right message, right time, and actually be able to deliver it not only off the site, but on the site. And really the only way to do that is is to own your data, to own that stack. It's very rooted in ID management, but also how are you going to target them and activate against that data? And then really just thinking about what's next and keeping ourselves ahead of the curve.
0: And so given that Ally Bank and, and as every marketing team really is getting data from so many different sources and for a marketer, it's kind of overwhelming to be able to process and, and draw concrete conclusions and next steps from that data. So could you talk about how you think about processing and making conclusions through the data that you're receiving?
1: It's definitely a challenge for for most brands. We're no different. We have multiple business lines and some of them were acquisitions. Some of them we built from scratch, but they all had their own different databases. So how do you make sure that what you're putting in market is driving impact? I'd say that we've spent a lot of time and work on things like multi-touch attribution. So we began to look at all the different touch points that hit a person and then understand which product they actually consume at Ally, regardless of what it may be, so that you can get a, a true picture of uh to conversion and then understand what drove that action at the end. But it, it helps you really understand what the media mix should be or which channels are driving that interest, whether it's upper funnel or lower funnel. And then you optimize according to that. Also, which business line is it driving to? Because that's important to understand the enterprise value of the marketing the second thing we do is, is no different than most marketers, which is the tried and true media mix modeling. You always have a layer of what's happening, not only in channels you can track, but in channels you can't track like TV and print and other things, which are equally important in terms of value. But you've got to have some modeling in, in place to really understand how those guys are impacting the funnel as well.
0: So we've spoken about technology and, and how you utilize and optimize data. Where do you see, see the role of marketing automation in this entire channel?
1: We're definitely in the midst of that as well. As part of this digital transformation and where we're going, it's really adding a lot of artificial intelligence layers on top of the data so we can begin to understand and really serve up different A-B testing to understand, hey, if this person is this type of customer or this type of prospect, what's the better message to show them, to get them to re- engage, respond, move forward, you know, inquire. We're, we're building the warehouse of the data and it's starting to come in so you can begin to really orchestrate those full journeys that's the nirvana if you think about amazon and some of these other big players is if you come to their site they know who you are they're serving up relevant content to you they want you to go deeper if you like this how about this we really think that's important is is to create that one-to-one connection with the consumer when they come to us whether it's through the app or through the website and ai is really going to power that there's just way too many variables In way too many ways to connect with us through chat and through the phone and through the web. If you don't have a full holistic picture of what's happening and what they've done already, you're just playing a guessing game. So it's critically important that you have that power or that artificial layer on top that's helping you understand and and do the testing for you to to see what's gonna work for you.
0: I just have to ask you one more question based off of what you just said. Could you just speak about, through your experience, the importance of personalization in this whole entire marketing journey for brands at the moment?
1: I've been in digital marketing for 20 plus years. And I I would say that there's really three levers that you have to play with. One is, are you going to target the right person or the right audience? The second is, when you target them, what are you going to say to them, i.e. personalization? And the third is, where are you going to send them to get more information? And what are you going to say to them there? And I would say that Finding the right audience is not the hard part. The hard part is knowing what's going to make an impact for them and how do you personalize that message, whether it's a millennial just coming out of college, or if it's a boomer or someone in their mid thirties, they all have different needs and different reasons to believe. In all of my experience, personalization of the message is by far the biggest impact factor in terms of driving performance, learning for your organization to figure out, hey, I learned something here. How can I apply it over here? Super critical. And that's something that I'd say is always my top priority is how do we get super personalized with the folks we're talking to versus generic vanilla message, especially when it comes to the business lines and the content that we're putting out there.
0: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Growth Caffeine by Pixis, With a robust portfolio of products, Pixis enables brands to perfect their end-to-end marketing efforts using artificial intelligence. If you're at all interested in learning more about our products, please reach out to us on our website, which will be in the show notes below. We really hope you took tangible points away from this conversation that you can begin implementing into your marketing campaigns immediately. Make sure to subscribe to never miss an episode with the foremost marketing thought leaders on the planet. We will see you in the next one.